Hi, and welcome back to the Stuff I Like podcast with me, Sherry. So somebody asked me the question about homeschooling, and I have some thoughts on this. I'm willing to share. I did not go into homeschooling willingly, okay? I'm going to tell you that I was kind of dragged kicking and screaming into it because of the pandemic. Yes, the P word. I remember crying on the phone to my bestie saying, is this going to be a year, two years, five years? And it's still not over, frankly, but we've come to the conclusion that he has to go to school. This is the time, and he stayed at home long enough. We've pushed it to the very maximum because even at the end of grade two, I wanted to put him in class. And it was just, it was too, just too much, especially with somebody like me working at home full time. It was really very hard on me. And his questions started getting harder and harder, and I can't answer them. So that's the reason why we decided to put him back in school, and I could not be happier. And Little Bun is so happy. It's, it's a complete change in him just in the first week. So a couple benefits of homeschooling. If you're super privileged, you get to work from home, and you get to be with your kid all the time. So that's one of the main benefits. And you can only really homeschool if you are at home the whole time, and you're able to work from home, or you don't need the money, which is the case for me <laughs> for both situations. I also had my partner at home to help. So that was another third privilege that we had was that we had two parents at home to handle him. Another great benefit of homeschooling was that he's really, really far ahead. And it's easy to be far ahead when you just have one teacher focused on one kid the whole time. Whereas in a classroom, you can have up to 30 kids and one teacher and they won't have specialized attention on you. And that can be really difficult. So I know we shouldn't base everything on academics, but it's really the only benchmark I have. He was finishing grade six books at the end of grade three. So he's been advancing well beyond where he should have been, which is not necessarily a good thing because mentally he has to catch up to all these different grades. And mentally he has to understand, live life, read books and so on to reach the conclusion of what these older grade questions are asking him. So a lot of them were asking him to look at a story and analyze it, but he's never really had to do that, and he couldn't really do it in grade one or two because he's just mentally not there, and he kept skipping ahead so many grades so quickly that he's reaching questions that are out of his mental age range, if that makes any sense. In contrast, his math, which you don't need a mental age range for in terms of understanding social concepts and social hierarchy and what they're really asking you to do and to analyze and to live a life to be able to analyze things. In math, he's at a grade six level, I think, or grade eight. I don't know when they do this, but basically I'll just tell you what he was doing at the end. He's able to multiply multiple digit numbers with multiple digit numbers with commas. So, and decimals. So he's able to do multiplication of that. He's able to do division as well. Multiple number division. I think up to six numbers he was at. Six numbers divided by two numbers, for instance. I'm not really sure how he does it. It's my partner that handled all the math part. So honestly, you'll have to ask him (laughs) how he managed to teach him that kind of math because I was a little bit lost. I was using the old way that I was taught of how to divide and how to multiply. And apparently it was super inaccurate because my partner was horrified. He was like, this is how you divide? I'm like, yes, this is how I divide. (laughs) He said, this is awful. They should not have taught you this. He says, you should do it like this. And then I tried to pay attention attention and 
to be honest with you, my brain just wandered because I'm too old for this. I don't need to know how to divide. I got a calculator. <laughs> Sounds awful. But my partner is a real math nerd. So, I mean, can't expect all of us to be math nerds. What, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not in that kind of group. At least I'm not. I don't know if you are. But we started teaching him multiplication, division, multi-digits. I started teaching him about percentages and how I kind of eyeball percentages based on real life math, you know, the kind where you go to the store and you're like, oh, is this really a better deal or is this a better deal? So I taught him how to do those questions near to the end. And he really enjoyed it because he could see real life applications of how to do this. And I think we'll keep practicing this when we go to stores and we compare between things. I'll have him take out the calculator and say, okay, if I, this amount, 500 milliliters is this price and 750 is this price, which one's the cheaper one? Which one's more expensive? And having him do that kind of math because I find it very practical. So he's super advanced. He's not as advanced in history and social studies and all that other stuff because I don't know what the curriculum is for Quebec. So that's one of the downsides of homeschooling is that you don't get any help at all. And I'm talking literally bupkis. You don't get any curriculum books. You don't get any worksheets. You don't get anything that teachers have access to or have built up over the years and they don't share it with you because you're under a different school board and they're under a different school board and teachers are not willing to give up their materials to random homeschooling parents, which I found really difficult because it was also really hard to find communities of homeschoolers to be able to share this information. Plus, I was homeschooling him in English, not in French. So problems on top of problems. The other downside was no community. So I tried to join up with communities, homeschooling communities in my area, and they were either really far away or they were just flakes. Like I would show up, we went one day or two days in a row and nobody was there. The door was locked and they were supposed to be there. There were supposed to be a whole bunch of kids at home school together and nobody was there. So that was really tough. And so we were isolated for three years, basically. And I tried to have him make friends at the park and stuff like that. That's why I get so excited when I see him playing with other kids. But it just didn't work out for three years. And he seemed pretty resilient. Like, I don't want to use that word because I find it really toxic to resilient. However, he's really good at playing by himself, which I think it's a good skill to have as an adult because if you have a lot of siblings around and friends around all the time you don't know what to do with yourself when you're alone and he's able to take care of himself in that sense like he'll just go read he'll do something he'll bead and once in a while obviously he'll come to me and say like can we do something together can we have some mummy time <laughs> and it's really sweet and i'll go and i'll bead with him i'll read to him we'll come up with stories we'll do other things together maybe we'll make something together i don't know but He's really good at entertaining himself by himself. So that was another benefit of homeschooling, I would say. But it's mostly because we were isolated. So I don't know if we really call that a benefit or just a happy benefit from a terrible situation. I also found that the grades got harder as they got older, which obviously they're learning more, right? Yeah, well, the first grade one, grade two, super easy. Grade three, also easy. Grade four, Getting, getting a little tough. Grade five, uh, grade six, I was out. I was able to do the English part. I was able to do the math part, but I could see that it was reaching the limits of my, of my <laughs> mental capacity and my mental flexibility to be able to learn and Google these things to be able to teach him. And I really 
felt myself hitting a wall around the grade five, six mark. And when I was looking at all the different books and going through it, I thought, okay, I can make it to at least grade eight if we have to, but I'd rather not because it'd be better if you learned in a classroom with other kids to kind of gauge where he is in terms of that. So that's the reason why we put him in school this year. And it seems to be going well. Who knows? It's the first week, first few weeks. And I think between the two approaches, I probably, had there been no pandemic, I would have chosen to do this. I would have chosen to do in-person schooling, but then when he comes home, you supplement with extra stuff. You supplement with, okay, so let's talk about a social issue. Why do you think girls are not treated the same way as boys? And I think one of the major subjects missing in homeschooling as well as in regular schooling is the subject of philosophy and teaching children how to think critically. And that's something he's actually really been interested in. And we bought a whole bunch of books in philosophy. He loves asking philosophy questions at night. And then we debate them. And I show him different angles of what I'm thinking. And sometimes he surprises me and he shows me different angles of what he was thinking. So I really like that when we homeschooled, I was able to guide what he was able to learn. And I was able to offer him a far richer experience than I know what I've been through as a kid in school because you can take him on field trips because without school to go to every day, you could take him abroad. You could take him to a museum and decide, okay, let's go to a farm today and learn about animals, you know? So all of that is actually quite enriching if you're willing to do it. I think it makes more sense to do it if you have a couple of kids rather than just one, which is what I had. And I don't think that I'm going to stop, quote unquote, homeschooling him. I'm going to still take him to the museum. I'm still going, to, well, well, I mean, we're taking him abroad for a year. So that's also a new experience for him as well, especially since he's younger. And I don't think I want to stop everything in homeschooling because I still want to do those philosophy questions. And I've also added personal finance as another subject. So the two extra subjects I was able to add on during the homeschooling years was personal finance and philosophy. So obviously personal finance because I'm a money nerd and philosophy because I think it's really important that kids learn how to think critically, especially in today's world and with the jobs that are coming today. You can't just have kids memorize things and then repeat it back to you. Yes, they have to memorize their multiplication tables and there are basic things they have to memorize, but Aside from that, then it's critical thinking. But how do you teach critical thinking and analysis skills? I think it's through, one of the ways would be through philosophy and having debates and having discussions and listening to them, you know, and having him come home from school, having him say something and I'll say, okay, well, what do you think about that? What's your view on this? Well, let me tell you what I think. And all of that really goes into the whole ethos of what homeschooling is but in terms of time commitment, I have to tell you that sending them to school is way easier. So you parents out there think that it's so easy to just homeschool versus sending them to in-school, I tell you no, because you have to have proof of what you've done all year. I had to take so many pictures, I had to write notes, I had to do evaluations three times a year. So everything a teacher would normally do for a kid in class, I had to do it for Little Bun with pictures, videos, everything. I mean, it was exhausting. 
And having to remember to do all of this, also equally exhausting. And having to remember to enrich them, also exhausting. Then having to have these chats with these homeschooling coordinators, also exhausting because then they ask you to go back, redo things, they give you suggestions, they tell you that he's not at the level that he should be in terms of history and so on. And oh, it, was, it was a lot of work being a teacher. And while it was fun, while it lasted, I would like the teacher to cover the basic curriculum and I will supplement at home, which I think is the best approach in terms of working parents. And, or even just if you want a life, honestly. I'm not that committed that I want to do homeschooling because I'm so committed to teaching him something different and having him learn a different philosophy on life or whatever it is. I'm fine with whatever they're teaching in schools. I'm fine with all that standardized testing and all that stuff, even if it's not a hundred percent exactly what I think is an enriched classroom, that's fine because I'm going to supplement outside of that. And I think that's a really privileged thing to say because a lot of parents come home and they're exhausted from their jobs where they're physical and they're on their feet all day and so on. And I understand that. But for me personally, I think that in schooling is the best and then supplementing outside was the best approach for us. And we should have done that starting in grade three. I was okay with grades one and two, but we should have done that in grade three. I also think that it's much easier to send your kid to a school and have the teacher do all the evaluations. So even though you have lots of meetings with the teacher and you have to label all those pencil crayons and all that stuff, that's, that's nothing compared to the work it takes to watch your kid at home 24-7, plus school them, and plus make sure they're sticking to the curriculum and so on. That's a lot harder than just sending them to school and having to spend you know, six hours to organize all that stuff versus the 24-7 that you have your kids at home. So there's that, to, there's that to consider as well. And for all you teachers out there, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. A lot of you are in my family, <laughs> but really, I don't know how you do it. So thank you for taking my kid. And that's all I had on homeschooling. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Bye.